Welcome to the Griddle Guru. I'm your host, Sean Struby. Fat and fat. Amen, sister. We're coming at you live from Mad City Smash House, <laughs> West Side location. We got the entire quad squad with us this evening. We've got, listen, this is a first among first among first on this podcast. We have an international guest joining us in the show later in our main event. That's right. I, you heard it. International guest. International guest coming with us on the podcast later. That's our main event. We'll, uh, we'll talk about that later, but I digress. Casey, Bethany are here with us. Angela, you're with us. Yeah. Hello. Hey Welcome. Hello. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, here we are. Okay. Yeah, there you guys are. Yeah. We'll so see how it goes. We'll see how this goes. Uh, I'm super pumped for our main event this evening, but 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 there's so much more to cover before the main event. We we know this is a podcast about griddling, but we talk about a lot of things that aren't about griddling before we get to griddling. So um, we're just gonna yes. roll with it. Casey, Bethany, thank you for joining us. How you guys been? Oh, real good. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> how are you guys? <laughs> We're, we've been pretty good. We've been yeah. pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Been pretty good. I mean, I'm not at a hundred right now because it's freezing. Yeah. So true. Oh, oh, we kind of oh. had a drastic temp change. So yeah. Mad City yeah. Smash House is not at yeah. an appropriate temperature right yeah. now. We're actually kind of cold. Sean forgot to prep the garage. Yeah. No little buddy heat going on. Oh, yeah. So oh, I'm wrapped got, up in a blanket. We've and, got no heat going on in Mad City Smash well House West Side. I don't know how well my is going to go tonight. I'm yeah. not going to lie. If you hear chattering, that's Angela's teeth. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty chilly over here in Mad City Angela, Smash House West Side. Angela, for yeah. what it's worth, you look like a cute little burrito right now. Oh, okay. perfect. Oh, I bet, go. hey, Bethany, I bet your husband warmed the garage yeah. up for you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, what, what's you your temperature? What's pretty the temp warm in, your, in the 155 dive tonight? What's uh, the temp? What's the temp? Let me look. I got, uh, <laughs> I'm going to guess it's a balmy 73. We have multiply thermometer here, <laughs> and uh, we, I, I can't see from here. It's supposed to be an easy read thermometer, but you can only read it from like straight <laughs> one foot in front of it. Think, I'm not even joking yeah. either. Then I'm what's not so even hard to read thermometer? What's yeah? What's what yeah. temperature are you guys working with? Yeah, I, Bethany, I mean, can you can you I'll, go, I'll go? Can you walk over quick. and check? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. let's go check and tell with us this yeah. because important. it's whatever temperature this is it important. is. Well, over here, Matt City Smash Shouts. Okay, whatever temperature it is outside is what it is inside yeah. our garage. Hey, Casey, Ooh. thanks for prepping the one five five dive for you and your spouse. Right? Yeah, it's seventy. To, it's seventy degrees it's 70 here. Degrees. Oh, there's no way it's seventy. It's, oh, it's like forty in the Mad City Smash House West Side location. So pretty cold. I'm gonna try to bring you know. No, so no, 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 no. It's not. Tonight, what did you say? What what temperature? Did you say? It feels like it's forty. No, so it's forty nine outside. So it's forty nine inside this yeah, garage. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Once you get below fifty, it's all the same. Yeah, it's pretty cold. Ooh, it's pretty anyway, cold. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll try to. Yeah. I'll try to make. Yeah, it in an effort to get the attention off of the fact that I did not properly heat our garage. Let's do a little update. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, it's been Are you kidding me? Are you rubbing this in now? Yeah, I got to get, I got to get, I got that. It's been a while. You might have to let the I got a lot of heat on me. So if you're new to the, uh, if you're just tuning in to the Griddle Guru <laughs> podcast, when you hear this button, that's an update. Casey uh, H is, uh, 
an e-bike hawker. He's probably a certified e-bike seller. A certified Is he certified? E- are you certified e-bike no. seller? That's a no. That's a hard fast no. Who certifies e-bike sellers? Yeah, it's a new. Seriously, let's no. I did not take a class to be to sell these bikes. You didn't no. take a okay. Hold on, time out. Pause. You didn't take a class at least to put you because you put those bikes together, right? Yes. Oh, don't don't worry. They're assembled correctly. Well, oh, I'm actually I'm a professional. I'm actually. I'm just not a certified salesman. <laughs> Assembly and sales are two different departments. Hey, you guys rode two of those bikes that Casey put together in Cumber wait, H. And oh, it was wait, nice. It was you, nice. I don't know if oh, I would have got wait, on, on it if I know you put it together. Oh, I know. Pause. Time out. You put those bikes together that we rode. Correct. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know we, that. Okay. We and they were right. sturdy as can be. <laughs> and you know it. Okay. All right. They were well, sturdy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I so didn't know that. Now, can, I sell those? Yeah. can I sell those bikes? Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> They're just in your garage. <laughs> they are in there. Taking so, out. wait. All right. So, how many bike, e-bikes do you still have in the garage? Or living room? Um, not in, Not counting the ones we own. semi-own or right. the ones we own. Um, we're, we're on layaway with two of them. So <laughs> two of them. Is layaway still are. a thing? Sorry. It is with oh our family. Gosh. Are you so you, not, counting the, not, 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 not counting the two that we consider ours? Mm-hmm. We have one, two, three. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Five? No, no, yeah. or no. Yeah, we have five total. One is still in the box, and then we have four on box. Two of them belong to us. So we have two extra fully assembled bikes plus one fresh in the box. That's still. right. So yeah. you have three that you'd like to sell. How many did you purchase to sell? Like at the beginning? I didn't. Well, I haven't purchased any. Oh, this okay. is no, I didn't purchase any. Oh, no. okay. Okay. These are all being floated by my brother. Yeah, oh, okay. it's not. I have no skin in the game, really, yeah. except just if I sell more bikes, I just owe him less for our bikes. <laughs> <laughs> Is there oh a time gosh. when if you don't sell them, he's like, I need those back? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, yes. Actually, Angela, I'm so glad you brought that up because we're actually going to be uh, bringing them back to him voluntarily pretty oh. soon because you know winter is about to come snow is gonna start flying yeah. we'd really like to use at least half of our yeah, garage he doesn't know this yet but yeah we're gonna bring some bikes back so oh, we can put one vehicle gosh. in the garage nice Kevin yeah. H we're coming for you yeah. nice. yeah. coming for you we're coming okay. for you coming so for you. is there so that's Come next on. week so if there's a listener out there there's still a week left yeah what's the what's the lowest is. what's is the lowest crazy? what's the di- what's the super savings sales falls event savings winter clearance price? Well, winter clearance for price. The, the super lowest winter clearance price <laughs> is also 675 <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I can't imagine why it's you're not selling price. them. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, right. let's well, talk about and and full MSRP are the same. <laughs> yes. Well, since we've talked about one failure, has the air conditioning <laughs> shipping cost been returned? Oh from yeah. Amazon? Have you guys gotten Have you gotten that returned yet? Uh, well, there is a. No. Small update, maybe. Oh, I didn't know about the small. Well, no. Update. So, 
know. I mean, I know the listeners want to know. No, they're dying. So we're going to give it to. So, I mean, now that it's cold out, I mean, <laughs> not really a problem anymore. Well, well, yeah, we're not going to reorder another one, but we're still not. So we got our full money back on the actual cost of the product. We're still awaiting shipping. We called a company that we should, shall not say their name. It might start with A and end with N. It rhymes with Schmalazon. Yeah. Um, Schmalazon. Schmalazon. No. But, and they're very nice as always. However, they're like, it's a defense yeah, it's, 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 it's beyond me. And it, it's in another department that I can't handle right now. So you just have to wait. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Don't, that's too much of a reality check. It later. might be a dagger, but it, at least we got our costs back. And yep. But that's well, shipping so as far as, the, as far as so to clarify, as far as the shipping cost is concerned, dare I say, <laughs> for now, for now, for now, for now, for now, for now. Okay. yes, I get it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll keep up to date <laughs> on forever, that one. Though. Not forever. You'll keep fighting. Not forever. It. Okay. Yeah. Just, that's just cruel. Curious. That's okay. cruel. I know. I'm sorry. Know. I'm sorry. I digress. Okay. Uh, well. Okay. So I'm sorry. Things will start turning right. around for you TBD. guys. TBD. TBD. Okay. Well. So okay. how about you guys? Any current events or any woes no. or foes in your life? No. No. Not we've got really. we've, we've every got... everything we've bought on Amazon recently. We've been able to return successfully and get shipping back yeah. to us. So. <laughs> yeah. I hate you. You don't yeah. keep anything. So you return everything. Is that what you're we, saying? Well, we you return more than. I we, we return I return a lot, but I feel like we do. But yeah. I don't buy AC units in there, so <laughs> no. Oh yeah. no, no, we've been, no, we've been good. One, that's no. why. Yeah, exactly. No, we've been good. So. I tell you what, you didn't buy an Amazon and it is an uh, insulated garage. Ooh. Yeah, no, no, we did. Yes, no, with, you no, got me on that one. No, I'm didn't. freezing. Uh, yeah, I think we should move right along. Yeah. Okay. Shoutouts. Hans, I'm going to let you go first on the shoutouts. Do you guys have any shoutouts this week you, for folks you want to mention? You know, we, we, I, I, I don't want to say shout out. <laughs> I want to save it for the shout in segment. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Well, they are two different things. It's, it's like, <laughs> they are two different things. So I, I want to say, I want to say. Kind of like, kind of like the beef I use for my smash burgers. I want to go 80, 20 <laughs> on a <laughs> shout in is the 80% shout out is the 20%. Yeah. It's okay. kind of a mixed okay. bag. It's all right. Part. All right. I'm hanging yep. with you. Okay. Does that make sense, we don't have a button for you know that. We need an 80, 20 button. Okay. Anyway, okay. I mean, go ahead. Yeah. Well, do you get it? I mean, we've, yes. we've had a mixture of shout in shout outs we in have. the past. 
all so shout the, okay. in. So I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. For sure. Yeah. I see what you're see, saying. I think it's more shout in than shout out. Right. Okay. Right. What we're I agree. So, okay. So we'll pass it. Right. You guys don't have any shout outs. I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna bring you to tears. It might bring you to tears. No, 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 no. Hold up. No, 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 no. Wait. Wait till the shout ends. I'm so confused at what's happening right now. I get, I get what Casey's saying. I speak. I speak. I speak, Casey. I speak Casey these. Casey's saying that the shout out is sort of a shout in, and he doesn't so want to waste. So it's a shout in. No, it's a shout so it's in. It's not even worth bringing up. In but the you're shout mentioning out it because you want to shout out the shout in because it was so amazing, <laughs> right, Casey? You're trying to shout out the shout yeah. in. I'm right. saying it's eighty percent shout in, twenty percent shout yeah, out. So you almost want to okay. kind of do a teaser. I gotcha. So okay. yeah, so we so do we have any shout outs? I do not have a shout out this week. Yeah. It's I, been a quiet week. It's been a, it's been a little quiet, but per, personally, I mean it's I've been so busy at work, I haven't really been able to like pay attention to people that are yeah, so I don't have any shout outs. Yeah, we don't have what are you talking about? I don't know, I don't have <laughs> edit that out. <laughs> we'll edit that out. So see anybody, talk to anybody, I think know, about anybody. Right, sorry. Anyways. Right, yeah, uh so, so yeah, no so, shout outs. That's yeah, sad. So we'll we don't have any this. shout outs this week, but that's okay because you know what's up next? Shout ins. I don't I don't have oh, any gosh, but you Hans, have any you guys have a shout in for us, so let's go, let's hear it. We're we're okay. I'm gonna set it up for you real quick, yeah, and then Bethany's gonna give the backdrop to this because <laughs> yeah. this might be the this means a ultimate, little backdrop ultimate shout in shout out. No way, that's that that's huge. You're setting yeah. this up to be a huge thing. I, I it's, know, it's, I know. It's kind of and, and I mean, I know and e know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, e knows. All right. So he knows. We all he knows. He knows. He knows. We all know. So our son Mason H plays on the soccer tee at Somerset HS. Okay. Oh my <laughs> goodness! I can't I'm take so all this. I'm so lost right now. So all right. Shout okay. out to I Mason H, that. by the way. Oh, okay. Gosh. Yes. Exactly. So. So um, we have gotten to know some of the other parents really well over the years, you know, because they spend a lot of time together. We spend a lot of time in the bleachers with these other people and whatever. So um, it just so happened uh, we had a game on Friday and it was one of the other it was one of the mom's birthdays. And long, long story short, three of the other soccer moms and a couple of their guys ended up at our one five, five dive on Friday night for the first time. They were okay. brand new visitors Sweet. to the dive. Okay. That's awesome. Um, they, yep. And so, uh, right. Right. So then we had some podcast equipment laying around. You know what I'm saying? And they, <laughs> yeah. they took notice of this podcast equipment and they smell what I'm stepping in there. And they yes. saw this equipment and they were like, Oh, what, what do what do we have here? And so we were able to give them a real quick overview of the podcast that we are blessed to be a part of. Sweet. Um, and so the one, the one, the one lady was like, Oh, I'm totally gonna, I'm going to tell, you know, like, I can't wait to tell my kids about this. Okay. So that's the setup for what Casey is about to read. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm so Casey, go ahead. All right. You, that was you, a good setup. Bethany. That was Great honestly, job. honestly, that Thank was, you. that was you. Thank so you. let's hear it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That <laughs> drum roll gets really longer every time. <laughs> let's hear it. Yay. <laughs> 
What a oh. letdown. <laughs> That's anyway. <it. laughs> so, so yeah, this is one of the moms that was here. Yes. Slash moms of soccer. Soccer. Soccer T of Somerset HS. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of initial I going on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so and this is it, it's kind of a long message so bear I with hear, me i want to hear all of it well, this I is a long build up please so. read please read every yeah, syllable this was sent via facebook by the way and okay. this, and this involves other people that we've already shouted out in this podcast right. in previous oh, podcast gosh. i i'm yep. about to okay. hit the drum roll button again all right let's no, go no don't, just don't hey I had to tell you, parentheses, if Crystal hasn't already, LOL, and I didn't have your number. But anyway, you guys have a new podcast fan, <laughs> dot, 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 Talon. Talon is a senior boy at Somerset at, HS. Yep. He's What's a up, soccer Talon? player. What's okay. up, Talon? Talon, shout out to Talon. I was telling him about it and listening and telling him what Crystal, which is Crystal G, G yes. for our past listeners, was saying about Adam, which is Adam G, being a super fan, and now he is so enthralled and said yes. he even has to tell Sydney and Mason H, our kids, which, which is our son and daughter, yep. how senior much he in loves tenth grader, right? Yes. yes, senior and tenth grader, how much he loves their parents' podcast. Oh my gosh, what? more young generation. What? Okay, what? it gets better. I'm not even halfway through. Okay, sorry. Oh, geez. Um, Here we go. One, one of your children's reactions was, no, please tell me you're joking, LOL. <laughs> he was like, no, I love it. So, so you know, this talent is telling our kids and our kids are like, you, you're crazy. Right. But he's like, no, this is the best thing ever. And it's like, and he said it made him start thinking of starting one next year and even looked into all the equipment and priced it out what? to do oh a podcast. Yeah. What? Yep. Yep. With a with a smiley emoji laughing teary eyed, you know, thing. Um can leave out the emoji description. Okay. No, no, I gotta get it all because here's the kicker right here. And this oh kind gosh. of this <sighs> this is kind of me. This is kind of me propping up me. But um <laughs> he absolutely so this is what he says after this. He absolutely loves you guys and thinks Casey is the funniest person ever. <laughs> oh jeez. All right. He's got a, he's got a point. <laughs> Told you this child is like a middle-aged man hidden in a teenager's body. <laughs> also, all of a sudden you went from also, compliment to put down. <laughs> also, also, thank you guys again for letting us come hang out. We wow. haven't stopped talking about how much we love the one five five dive and how much fun we had with you guys and oh. seriously can't wait to come back. That's amazing. Exclamation. That's freaking amazing. That is Honestly. So 
that's amazing. That I is hope why that we exist. Well, that right that there. was a lot. I mean, yes. I literally have read that at work, and I did, <laughs> I did tear up a little. Bit. Are you just reading <laughs> the line that says Casey's the funniest person ever? <laughs> oh <laughs> you know my what? gosh! Angela, you're right. Maybe that was it. Maybe that was that probably was it. it. You know what? You know what? We have I've, to be our best cheerleader. So yeah. go for it. Keep reading I, it over. You again. know what? I've had. I have. Nobody has told me that in my life that I was hilarious. So, uh, Casey, that is not. <laughs> oh, we tell you all the time. Uh, you know you what? Full of crap. Hey, Casey. Who? Who? What was the name of that person? Talon. Talon. Uh, Talon. 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 Hey, no, listen, Talon. Lorianne L. Yeah. All of the you. The mom who wrote the message is Lorianne, but her son Lorianne. is Talon. Lorianne yeah. and Talon. Thank you so much for reaching out yes. to us. You made Casey's day. Uh, you made. The Guru Rise Day. That was amazing. That and was also, the best. can we yeah, just did. talk it about did. like the fact that these the new the younger generation is getting into the Griddle Nation podcast? Yes. All of that. It's so yeah, exciting. It's so cool. Now, what's sad is that I don't think that Mason H, Sydney H, Nola H. Caden S, Savannah S, R.E.S., Brooklyn S. None of them are. <laughs> like our matter. own kids Doesn't we're not matter. doing Doesn't a great matter. job of, but other no, people. They, they're used to no. the greatness, though. We they're mentioned used to that greatness. that night when they were here. I was like, our kids haven't listened to one podcast episode. <laughs> no. Because they don't need, they no. don't realize that they're in the presence of greatness. They just don't know it. Don't yeah. know it. Yeah, Mason years. H doesn't realize how hilarious his father yeah. is. That's yeah. the issue, neither right? Does Kate, <laughs> no. Neither does Caden S. So, yeah, no. Dude, oh, that was the best. I know it's crazy. That's got to oh, be one gosh, of the best shout-ins. Really yeah. yeah, no, it, that's great. It did. So, that's so, awesome. We love you, Talon. We love you, Lorianne. Yep. It's, yeah. It's, that, that, that was awesome. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, if you're 100%. listening to this at all, thank no, you so much. Well, be confident. They are listening to it, so we know that. So, dude, that was amazing. Yep. That was an amazing shout-in. So, here we go. That noise. Up oh, next is our new segment, that Noise. Yeah. One more time. Name oh, that noise. noise. Name that noise. Uh, we're going to go right into Name That Noise. We're, are we tied up? We didn't get theirs last week, so I think we're tied. We are tied up. Let's yeah. just, yep. Oh, yeah, because we said it was 0-0, zero, zero, basically. Yeah. Are so, we always tied? Are we always no, tied? No, no, we're not. No, 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 we no, were no, up no. one. We were up we one. We're terrible. So it's basically week. it's a zero zero. So Casey, Bethany, I'm and gonna I'm play. I'm gonna tell you right okay. now. I have not even heard the clip that we are submitting. You told me no. no, no I told him the idea, she but told I haven't me, heard the so clip. So to clarify, to clarify, Angela said, "Here's what you should do for the noise," and I did the noise, but I haven't and even. She heard hasn't it. heard it yet, so here's the noise. Oh. You guys ready? Here's okay. the S's noise in for three, us. two, one. This Here we go. Us. This is for you to guess. Here we go in three, two, one. Okay. You're biting into an apple. Yes. Holy cow. <laughs> How freaking loud are you eating an apple? Uh, Gross. Yes. You told. Yes. You know, what? I said eat an apple, but not uh, swallow you, the. It was so what loud. What did you want me to do? You you said. Ew. you. Oh, my gosh. If you ate you know that what? loud in real life, I would not marry you. <laughs> you said go bite into an apple, and so this is what I did. <laughs> oh. Listen for it. Listen. Wait, Have wait. Have you ever eaten right. an wait, apple Here before we go. tonight? Hold on. Very quiet. You know what I did? That is I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. I bit into it like several lie times. I didn't eat it. I spit it into the trash can. Why? It was a good apple. It was a honey crisp. It was also the sound. 
all for the sound. It was all for sound. I had you didn't s- just take the time to swallow it? Ew, it's gross. a no, crisp. No, it was a I good sp- apple. It's in the trash can behind you. You're so funny. So <laughs> I'm dead serious. That was really So Casey, disgusting. Bethany, you guys are up on us by one. Yes. Now, we got to guess this one correctly. Okay, so I'm here we so go. All right, can I, can I preface the next sound? If it'll help us, bit? yeah. If it'll help us, go ahead. Well, not to help you, but I I want to say this is a, a a double bonus point sound. So, oh yeah, there there might be two simultaneous sounds going on. If you can guess both pretty accurately, we'll give you two points. Oh come on, so we can go up oh, two and one, two to one on you. Bonus okay. round. Okay, so, so here we go. Guess one, we'll give you one. Point. But there's actually two sounds going on. One's maybe harder than the other. But if you can guess both, we'll give you two points. All right, here we go. In three. Two, one. It's a long sound. Six seconds. Where's... Holy cow. That was a long clip. There was definitely a train track, and there was walking through. Yeah, are you walking through your backyard, and there's a train going in the back? Because you got leaves, you're walking on leaves, and there's a train. Is that the sound? First of all, is that the right sound? That's exactly what it is. You're walking. That's exactly. No, but I, I let the sound play through. <laughs> what do you mean? I heard it. I heard it. Tra- There's definitely through. a train. No, no, but no, but you're don't confirm until they done confirming. They, they did. Confirm. Hold on, hold on. No, they yeah. did you're not. definitely walking like, through right. leaves. Well, we could hear the train tracks. So they're they're for walking the through leaves. Hold on, the let me do it one more time. Dive backs up to a train track. Yes, yeah, so that's obvious. Hold on. The train is obvious because you can hear. Here, hold on. They're walking. There you go. Walking through leaves. Walk, 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 step, step. And the train's coming faster, faster. Hold on. Hold, Hold on. on. And there it goes. They're walking through leaves, and there's yeah, a train. Yeah, and there's a train in the background. Is that correct? That's exactly what it that is. That is absolutely I, that's, correct. That's what I said. Well, that's what we said the first time. No, no, but, but, but that, that's not the point. You got it. No, I thought it was. No, it's no, literally no. the point that, of name that, that, that noise. Is to name that noise. That's literally the point. That's literally the name oh, of the segment. Fun, what, what's fun about name that noise is actually asking you your true confirmation of what your guess is. <laughs> you can't just you add rules to the game. Oh, Instead of Bethany going, oh, that's exactly what it yeah, is. Yeah, we we. What yeah, exactly? I get, I get. No, literally, no, we I, named it exactly. I, I, and by the way, we got two points, so we're well, winning. Well, here's what's it's funny. It's the gamesmanship of it. It's the gamesmanship of it. It is the gamesmanship. It's not just saying, oh, you, yeah. But here's yeah. what's ironic. We both had super simple ones. I mean, I was chomping on that apple Well, so I didn't know easily. it was going to be so obvious. I didn't know you were going to eat like a horse. But you're just going to bite. It did like a horse. Oh, my you're gosh. Right. It's so gross. Oh, my gosh. Oh. You know what? We're going to move right along. But because I know I'm that train track sound. Yeah. The train doesn't go by a lot at your it's house, Mr. but Ed. when it does, that's nah, a you can know. You, So we're up you one zero. We're up one zero, basically. Yeah. Okay. So it was a weak sound. Okay. It was a right. weak sound. We okay, both so, kind of had right. weak sounds this week. All right. Here we go. All right. Moving along. Ask the Gurai anything. All right. Well, my first question we've actually covered this on an episode, but, you know, if people want to ask, we should still recover it. So this is from Dominique R. 
And he asked, what's the secret for for good hash browns? I've tried two times and Ooh. both were t- total failures. Sorry. Um, and we, we did an episode well, on this. So if you have the shredded um, hash browns, the we big did. the big secret is to just let them sit yeah so Don't i would flip I, them off i will say and i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and applaud casey's um leadership in this i think those those hash brown patties are the way to go yeah butter them um, Han- hands them down yeah. do the hash brown patties they're they're supreme yeah, yeah but, if but you're with doing regards to if you're, if you're doing the shredded if you've got shredded. to be patient you have to let them sit yes you have to let them sit longer than you think because if you flip them too soon it's too done yeah, and you got to give yourself like they take a good. They take what, so 30 long. Minutes? Yes, and that's why I like the hash brown patties because I was they don't say, take as long. Half hour at least. Half yeah. hour at least. And get them refrigerated, not the frozen. It's even quicker, but still, yeah. you have to let if them sit. Yeah, oh, don't oh my flip goodness. them often. Don't flip if you're them doing often. if you're doing frozen hash brown shredded, done thirty minutes easily. Yeah, so spread them out and spread just them out. let right. them sit. Right. Before and you don't flip. when you when you think it's time to flip, wait ten minutes. Yeah. Honestly. That is truthfully. the secret. No, that is the secret wait to good ten, hash browns. Yep. You have to wait. Casey, would you add anything to that, <laughs> Bethany? When you when you're about to flip no, them, wait no. ten minutes. As far as, <laughs> as far as lose hash browns, yeah, either wait and then flip, or like Sean said right away, and I know Angela agrees, just get the hash brown patties. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. it's yep. just a better option. And I agree. You, so you butter because those. Everybody gets everybody gets frustrated with loose hash browns. I mean <laughs> throw them in the garbage, get the patties. No, done. loose hash yeah. browns are better, but they just uh, take longer. No, so butter in the patty. If you're getting the patty, no. butter them up. They're not better. Well the hash brown oh. patties are better. That's a ma- that's subjective. I'm telling you the because they're crispy on the outside, soggy on the inside. Yeah. Okay. You can throw that stuff in a sandwich if you want. Oh, my God. We do have an episode on that. Okay, second question comes from Dylan K. And he says, for quesadillas, what's the best? Or quesadillas. Yes. What's the best bang for your buck for meat? I typically buy the frozen chicken, but figured there's a cheaper, better option. Now, we do make a lot of chicken quesadillas. And I would say if you have a Costco or Sam's membership. Yep. Get you the four ninety nine rotisserie chicken. Yes, it's honestly cheaper than frozen chicken. Yep, one hundred percent. It's already done. Oh, so you buy the cooked rotisserie, rotisserie chicken and then you use that chicken. Yes, really. Yes, yes. Now you can also, if you want real cheap, you can get the canned and that's from actually Costco, good. And yes. you can then, then you can also put that in your paint. You know, on this yes. griddle with the seasoning. I think that I think that mm-hmm. the hierarchy is rotisserie, mm-hmm. then canned, and then and? You, and then if you're gonna do, I mean, as far as frozen chicken, ain't nobody got time for that. I, I wouldn't do that. Well, I mean, it's fine, uh, but he but, said cheaper. Yeah. Canned, I mean, canned is I yeah, mean, well, or well, actually, can't beat the Costco rotisserie. What Costco about rotisserie. do you guys do quesadillas? I don't know if you. Uh, not we, a lot, but. Don't. But we do chicken stuff, and I would say get the rotisserie before yes. the can because yeah, yeah. I agree. whenever we use canned chicken for anything, no matter what it is with chicken, I always feel like you can taste that it's canned. Yeah, you <laughs> like, can. I, yeah, that's true. I almost even even like even even the you know famous you know buffalo chicken dip. Mm-hmm. Um, oh sure, yeah. I feel like. You can, 
for a while, you can almost taste well, that it's canned. Well, and, and it smells like tuna fish. And it too. smells like tuna it fish. Does. It that's does. actually that's actually true. So honestly, if you have yeah. a Costco membership, uh, four ninety nine, I can't believe that's they haven't raised the price. That's hard to beat. You cannot. That's cheaper than frozen chicken. And Walmart so, actually hey, has it too. Yeah, so get the and we have a Metro Mark, Kroger, Pick and Save, all the same company. Their rotisserie chickens are five ninety nine. Yep. I mean, yep. to me, go pick wow. go pick wow. up the rotisserie chicken to get frozen chickens kind of silly. Yeah, I agree. Hey, Especially I have a for question about rotisserie. Yeah. You know how you can buy either a hot rotisserie chicken or you can buy one that's mm-hmm. been refrigerated for a little bit. The refrigerated um ones are yeah. a little cheaper. That's true. Um, do you buy the hot, fresh ones, or do you get the cold ones? And then I find that they're a little harder to pull the meat off they when are. they're cold. But I always get the yep. hot if it's. I'll pay more for it because it's easier to just pull off. So if I'm making like chicken right. salad Agreed. or you know, I use them for Agreed. everything. So I always okay. get the hot if it's available. Yeah, I agree with that. I do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Our last yeah. question comes from this one's hard because his first name's initials also. So oh, it's TJ. TJA. What's up, TJA? Yeah. And so this was a good question. He says, Does anyone have advice on a good cleaner for the outside of the Blackstone, such as the shelves, the burner knobs, etc.? Looking for something to clean the grease off, but not something that's abrasive and will mess with the finish. Thanks in advance. So I I mean I had something right away. Just Dawn dish soap, right? Well, yes, like water, yes. just dish soap, because yes. that's for if I'm hand washing dishes and handling grease, a little bit of that's what I would say too. The Dawn dish soap, or even the spray they have now well, in a wet wash, uh, paper towel. I would. What about yeah. you guys? Yeah, I was gonna say there. There, Walmart sells a Citrus Safe, C I T R U Safe, barbecue grill and grate cleaner. And you can use it. It's it's actually food safe. So if you spray it on something you're going to cook on and then eat on, it's fine. But Citru, C-I-T-R-U, Is that better safe. than just like a dish soap? I, I think it cuts away at the grease better, okay. honestly. All so right. I would use Citru Safe. It's a, it's a barbecue grill cleaner, but you can use it for griddles. Okay. I would use Citru Safe. What have you guys used, Hans, to clean off the grease that builds up on the side? Yeah, dish soap and rag well, for me, for sure. Yeah. We don't have a griddle with side shelves, so um, <laughs> for the I knobs just, on our for the knobs, yeah. the stainless part. I mean, I just I actually wipe it down when it's actually kind of hot. Yeah, you know, because the griddle does get yeah, warm around true. the actual plate area, and and during that time, I feel like it's the best time to wipe it down, and it does wipe clean. Mm-hmm. Yep, pretty good with, just with a paper towel and and not using any soap or anything. So, and I don't I don't have side shelves that are painted with something different. But if I did, I would think I would probably just use some soapy water. Yeah, you know, in yeah. general, because anything else is probably gonna eat away at at some of that wow, finish. I so, agree with that. Yeah. um, so I don't have firsthand experience, but you know, maybe I should as part of the gurai, but I don't. <laughs> No, you I think better. Yeah. I think the moral of this story is you need a better griddle. Yeah, that's true. With some side shelves. Well, side I need shelves. a new griddle. I need some new. I need a new griddle. I think it's been a while since I well, bought the one I have and well, from my wife for you know three years before I brought it out. I know. Well, I can't believe you guys to, are still married. Well, when we get to the main event, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about our main event griddle sponsorship potentially, and we might be 
be able to get you a new griddle. But uh, yeah, I think Dawn's safe. Right. I thought I think soap is pretty good, but that citrus safe is actually pretty good. It cuts through grease. Yeah, so, and no, it sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, all right. Up next, and now our main event. All right, so here we go. Griddle Guru Nation, as promised, we had huge news last week. Thanks for bearing with us again. We took a two-week hiatus. This week, as promised, we have, for the first time in the Griddle Guru podcast history of our podcast, we have an, uh, an, an international guest with us for the very first time. And this international guest is joining us from the great country. Well, he's not. Actually, he's joining us from our neighbors north of us, but he's representing the great country that is. We give to you, ladies and gentlemen, Matthew H. There it is. There it is. There it is. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Is this familiar? Do you recognize this? You know what this? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Awkward. No. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. There we go. There it is. No, Matthew H. Well, what was that? What was that, Sean? What What were you playing there? What? what Take, well, let me let Matthew, hopefully Matthew H., what is that that I just played? Please, please, dear goodness, answer correctly. You've got me. I couldn't hear it. <laughs> oh, I couldn't hear it. Oh, it was, it was the national anthem, anthem for France. We're just going to give you that for the benefit of the doubt. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Go. You couldn't Thanks hear it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You know what? I didn't even You're think about it. You're almost as nice as Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got, ladies and gentlemen, we got representing the International Griddle, Griddle Manufacturing Company. That is Eno. We have with us Matt H. Um, he is joining us on the podcast. And Matt, where are you actually at lo- like physically right now? Where are you? I'm currently in Toronto, Canada. Okay. It's in the lovely province of Ontario. Okay. So which, which Casey, we, you had a question. I told you to wait till the podcast. So what was your question? Oh, yeah. For? So the, the, the main question is, so are you, are you full-blooded Canadian? Are you French Canadian? Are you French and now live in Canada? What, what, what are you? <laughs> what are uh, French Canadians. What are you? Say that French again. Canadians Sorry. French are... Canadian. Okay. French Canadian. No, 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 no. Oh. French Canadians are full-blooded Canadians. Just to put that out there. Okay. Okay. I'm just <laughs> an no, idiot. Am, you know. No, no. It's okay. Um, I am of the Anglo-speaking Canadian variety. Born and raised in Ontario, uh, proudly so. But uh, we love our neighbors yeah. uh, in Quebec. Nice. Okay. All there right. Okay. Thank. No, that was it. Like, no kidding and aside. We're done. That's all we needed to know yep. about you. And moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Casey asked me that earlier. I was like, save it for the podcast. So, Matt H. I hear. I wanted to thank you again for coming out. For, you drove all the way from Toronto just to come out to Mad City Smash House West Side location. It was. I had an amazing time with you. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Of course, you brought us the brought uh, me the three burner Eno. I've been cooking the heck out of it. And I'm really appreciative of it. And so we just wanted to get you on the show. 
This probably won't be the first time that we have, or last time we have in the show, I should say. And so we just kind of, we're just going to ask you a few questions. Actually, we have several questions. And these are questions that either people we we had or people that are listening to this podcast have. And so I just want to go ahead and rapid fire these to you. Please answer them honestly and openly because a lot of people are interested in like, what is that griddle? I had so many people like, "What, what griddle is that? And so the first thing I just wanted to say is like, tell us about Eno. Who is Eno? Um, a lot of people probably who are listening to this probably haven't heard about Eno. Um, and so it's a great plug for Eno. Eno has been around, as far as I understand and what I've read, before griddling was cool. So just tell us, what, who, who is Eno? Tell us a little bit about Eno. Well, well thanks for that introduction. Uh, Eno, well, your, your audience might have come across Eno uh, antacid, Eno uh, dishcloths. We are not them. <laughs> We constantly get mistaken for that. Uh, ENO is a very popular name of a company globally, but we are the only ones that do griddles. Mm. Um, We originated in France in 1909. Mm. Uh, We used to manufacture cast iron appliances and then enameling them as well. Okay. That's the long and the short of it. Okay. Um, It's gone through various iterations of different products from inception through to now. Uh, We put out our first barbecue per se in the 60s, another one in the 70s, that were sort of a, if I had to think of a product, it would be similar to a Coleman, but more James Bond looking. (laughs) Okay. So it fits into this little tiny briefcase looking thing. Uh, And then around the 1990s, we came out with what would now be described as the uh, modern gas griddle for outdoor cooking. Gotcha. So, yes, and I mean, that's... Uh, we're, that, we're pretty much a family company. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. We're, we're pretty much a family company. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, pretty much a family company uh, since, nine, sorry, yeah, 1909 uh, until about uh, the early 2000s when the current owners, two French entrepreneurs, approached Eno and said, we have some visions for this company. Okay. And they bought the company over and went full out on the outdoor cooking appliance in France. To the point that uh, we are globally the reference for griddles. Okay, so you guys literally—I mean, I mean, because I mean, Blackstone. I'm not knocking. I'm not. By the way, we're not going to knock. I'm not knocking anybody. But I mean, I feel like you guys were maybe around before griddling was the thing to do. So I mean, 1909—that's a long time ago. Um, Eno is now like you guys are not, I mean, you guys are trying to get into the U S market is from what I understand. So yeah, that's a good background case. Do you have any questions about that? I mean, about as far as, you know, the company, not really, not yeah. really. It's just, yeah, that, 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 I mean, so what we know is you're the griddles that, Eno does now, I mean, that that's basically coming from the 1990s. When you say it's basically the reference for griddles, I mean, is that, that kind of surprises yeah. me. Yeah. In a nutshell, yeah. I mean, yeah. our core our core technology is enameling cast iron. Um, okay. In general. Okay. So we we shape the the cast to whatever shape, and, and then we enamel the heck out of it. Um, that has gone through different technological iterations. Yeah. We are now one of the arguably the top enameler in the world, and that there is maybe three enamelers in the world that can do quality even close to what we do. Okay. okay. So enameling and maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves no that's good keep all going enameling is, all enameling is not created equals what you're saying 100 percent. okay because <laughs> i mean i've used the enamel enamel cookware before you know i mean it's been around forever 
but sure. you're saying you're kind of like the, at the, the leading edge of the enamel technology. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, that's and that's a that's a great that's a great segue to our next question, uh, Matt. What because what what like what are some of the benefits of using an enamel griddle versus say a cold rolled steel griddle? Because you guys don't make just cold rolled steel griddles, you guys sell this high end enamel griddle. So 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 just I mean this could be I mean this could be a couple hours probably, but just high high level. What are some of the benefit? What are some of the benefits of using an enamel griddle versus like a steel rolled? A cold rolled steel griddle. Yeah. Oh, well, you know me so well in, in the first, well, we've only met once face to face. Um, but yeah, I could go on for hours, but I'll, I'll break it down to basically four, um, four differences really, or benefits of using a sure. cast iron enamel surface. So one is going to be durability. Mm. Uh, that's the first one you'll notice right out of the gate is that it, it'll, survive the elements it'll survive time it won't warp because the the cast iron that we're using is seven millimeters thick and that's roughly well it's okay i don't really do <laughs> imperial <laughs> system but it, it's roughly bigger than a quarter inch thick yep, yep. and that's why we have a lot of weight yep. so durability is first and foremost um the major difference uh, then you're going to see an even heating. I think uh, yes. your wife was saying something about this, Sean. Yep. So even heating and higher max temps. And yes. this just comes down to thermal dynamics of cast iron. The enamel doesn't add anything to that. It's just the, the cast iron is perfect for uh, getting higher temps. So with a company that does a rolled steel, their max temps are probably going to be somewhere in the ballpark of about 600 Whereas mm -hmm. our max temp is 680 degrees Fahrenheit. Yep. Okay. As far as I know, there's nobody on the market that can come even close to that. No. Uh, the next yeah. thing is that the surface. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was going to say, I, and I will affirm the fact that it, there is even temperature. I have one of those. Um, you know, I have a temp, a thermometer reader. Like you can, it's a, it's a laser. You shoot a laser on it, and I was I was actually super impressed because on other griddles that I have, and I have seven other griddles, six other griddles. The, the, there are some cold spots, hot spots. And so I was actually, and I was trying to be fair, and I'm not just saying this, Eno is not paying me for this, uh, right, Matt? <laughs> I mean, I'm not getting paid no, for this. Absolutely not. There was, there was <laughs> even, uh, it was even readings across the board. And I was like, wow, that was impressive to me. So I can, I can attest to that, that I can confirm that that is true. So yeah, go ahead and do the no, second I, point. I, I yeah. will say, sorry, if I can interject here, I Please. will say other griddles do achieve those temperatures, I believe. But maybe just not as evenly. Is that what oh, we're saying? Sure. Or are you saying the 680 is like not matched by any other griddle? Because I could say for sure other griddles get that hot. Are um, they gas griddles? Or are they? Yeah. Um, yes. oh, that'd be interesting because I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I haven't that. seen it in their literature. Really? Oh, sure. I mean, yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I haven't I mean, seen it in their literature. Okay. Okay. Um, and that's what uh, we I guess go, I'm not going, going by on. literature. I'm just going by yeah. Personal. We could we could do a test of that. I will say though right. that it was heated evenly across the board, and it does that. You know, we we should do we should do a test on that. But yeah, I, I yeah. But it's very uneven. I will say that if I've reached those temperatures, you know, <laughs> it's all over the place or whatever. I'll go to the corner, and then it's like you know, 300 degrees. Right. You know? You're out. Yep. Uh, add yep. on that. Yep. Yeah. To add on that is one of the other cool properties of the cast iron is once you've hit those max temp of 680 and you're satisfied with it, <laughs> we, we tell our customers to eyeball, 
because we actually haven't uh, put a mark on it yet. Maybe in the future we will. Um, but I call turning the throttle down about 20% and it will maintain that heat and you will save uh, your fuel. Fuel, okay. yeah, yeah, propane. Yeah. I agree with that. Well, to be fair, you say propane, they all come standard propane, but they're all convertible to natural gas. So I just say fuel loosely. Oh, okay. oh sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. What's your yeah. second? Yeah, you had four uh, points. What was your second? Tomato, yeah, I get yeah. you. Good. The, nah. yeah, that was <laughs> my second. The third is that uh, the surface is non-reactive. And what that means is that if you're cooking foods that have a high acid content, like uh, tomatoes or yeah, I cook with red wine, um, it's not going to affect the food. It's not going to affect the plate. Whereas if you do it with cold roll steel, uh, you could affect the flavor of the foods you're cooking. Mm. And you could remove the seasoning from the surface. You could also cause corrosion. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, okay. it, it, that's, yeah. Uh, and then the last thing is easy, easy maintenance. Uh, as you know, Sean, you don't have to do anything to it. Just turn it on and go. There's no oil necessary, no seasoning. That all goes out the window. Uh, and then the last thing is that uh, it's easy to clean. Now, this is something I heard from your last week's podcast. Sure. Yep. I have to take a shot at you. Uh, I, think, <laughs> you know, I think there's just some mis misconceptions. Um, you, you can leave food on it. You can cook and then walk away and go, oh, you know what, I'm going to do that tomorrow. You're not going to harm the surface. It's just <laughs> uh, the longer you leave it, the longer food gets gross. So sure. We, sure. we just recommend, like if you don't want to deal with gross food in the morning or the next day or next week or next month, uh, just clean up. Um, and even if you, you're just doing like a really easy clean just to get the heavy residue off. Sure. Fantastic. Clean it up red. Like you, your mother-in-law comes over. You don't want her looking at some <laughs> messy thing. Polish things up, right? Right. So that's when, you, that's when you pull out the clay. Okay. The clay is just for getting, making your life easier to get it to that brand okay. new shine. Okay. And it Back to new. Yeah. Well, it's, okay. it's, you, can, it's, you can get that shine without that clay. I mean, it can be done. It just takes a little bit longer. But with the clay, it just makes your life so easy. Yeah. Okay. okay. So it's interesting you bring that up, Matt, because last night I cooked shrimp fried rice on the griddle. By the way, I did not use any oil, any spray, any any oh. non like I didn't spray anything. I just put the I just made shrimp fried rice on the griddle, and I let it set overnight because I wanted to see. And this morning, sure enough, I, I mean, when I cleaned it off, it was it was it was easier. I find I find it's becoming easier to clean the more I use it. I feel like the first couple of cleans, I was like, man, this is a lot of labor. I wasn't sure what I'm doing, but I will say to you, I, as far as not having to spray anything on it, I, I didn't on my cook last night. It turned out phenomenal. And then this morning, I was like, you know what? It was not terribly difficult to clean up, and I just let it set a day. And by the way, it's interesting. You also mentioned mother-in-law yeah. as a hypothetical situation because my mother-in-law was here last night. <laughs> And she enjoyed the shrimp fried rice with go. us. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, that kind of. I, I can tell you it's nothing to do with the, the material. It has nothing to do with the grill. That's all learning curve. Okay. Uh, okay. It's like any, I can think of about 100 uh, adult uh, appropriate uh, anecdotes, but <laughs> just say that the, the more we learn to do stuff, the better we are at it. Okay. And that's, that's the same with cleaning up. Yeah. Okay. No, that's good. Which and, and here's and here's a question that this is a good segue for my next question. And Casey, you had this question. Bethany had this question. My wife had this question. I had this question too. Matt, please tell me, tell us, tell our audience about 
this is this is just kind of crazy. It's mind-boggling to me that you're uh, able to use metal on an Eno yeah. griddle. I I still I'm going to be honest with you. I I've been so like nervous about using Eno's metal spatulas until last night. I was pretty aggressive with the metal spatulas that you left me, and then this morning when I was doing cleanup, I was pretty aggressive with it. So just explain to our audience the fact that unlike other nameless griddles out there that have like some sort of porcelain or enamel surface covering you cannot you're not you're prohibited from using metal explain to us and please confirm to me that it is okay to use metal on your griddle even though it's not a cold rolled steel griddle yeah i can confirm that you can use metal tools on the griddle um they don't necessarily have to be our uh specialist sure but we we designed our specialist to make your life easier when using our griddle. That's why our handles are a little bit shorter because you're going to be a little bit closer. As you've experienced, the heat's not blasting you. Right. That's crazy. Yep. It's crazy. Yep. Yeah. We've even sharpened the leading edge on the main spatula so that it will help you scrape stuff off that sits behind because it is nonstick, but yes, residue sticks behind a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not like uh, Teflon. I don't think I'm, I'm stepping on anyone's trademark no, there. No, 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 you're good. Um, because they've been around for like 80 years or so. No, um, just DuPont probably or whatever, I think, who created it. No, I'm just kidding. I, I think it's old enough where you're not uh, any infringing on any trademark. Uh, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Well, no. the point is, is it's not going to be like that Teflon pan where you pop an egg in and you turn it and no. it like zooms off the plate. No, it's not that. And, and that's you know a good thing because stuff services like that, like you mentioned, there are um, no-name brands that are using um, other coatings on their planches or yep. on their grills, yep. and um, it's coming off. And they or they explicitly say, "Do not use metal tools." They say, "Please use silicone or plastic." Yep. Um, yep. That just that comes down to 114 years of experience in enameling and just making it better. Mm. Okay. Um, that's good in a nutshell um, okay. anecdotally I was in France uh, with our head of production and I cooked him a really nice steak and he sat down in front of our plancha like a tabletop and pulled out a steak knife and started cutting on it and my jaw dropped because I had never seen that before but he wasn't in a full disclosure he wasn't Arnold Schwarzenegger into the steak Right, right. Uh, he was using it responsibly okay. and, and I'm not saying like with with a dusting feather i mean right a knife is a knife you pull right. it through and uh, the meat separates okay but yeah um that's that's why you can use metal tools on our surfaces because it's it's remarkably durable and it just comes from that experience of being in this industry for so long okay okay well i'm gonna hold you to that because I feel like as I've cooked on it about a dozen times now in a couple of weeks, which is, I think it's admirable. I haven't been cooking on it that much. And I've yeah. become, I've been, I've been using the metal spatulas more and more aggressively. And I'm, I'm not seeing any scratching because mm-hmm. I'm thinking about, I am thinking about Teflon in my mind, like, oh my goodness, I'm going to scratch this. And I, and I haven't. And I'm, I, it's, it's, it just doesn't feel right. But it's, it's, it's too, not hurting it. I've been through the same thing. I've been through the, through the same learning curve when I joined Eno. Uh, I was a little bit precarious as well and kind of with kid gloves. Yep. But uh, there's a point when you, you're you cooking something like, a, oh, man, a really good smash burger. 
and yep. it's pretty wide and you're just you're pushing through and that's the thing about like cooking on a griddle as i'm sure you're well aware is the meyer effect yep. once that happens food tells you it's ready to turn yep mm-hmm. so it, when you go back to those roots and start cooking like you should like you do on a rolled steel just minus all the pain in the butt stuff that you've dealt with rolled steel like the seasoning and all that garbage yep the mess you start cooking like that on the plancha, you will enjoy it a hundred times more. Yeah. And I swear to whoever you believe, it it just gets better. Yeah, yeah. Well, it I did. I life. did. Even even as a guy who's a griddle guru, it's gonna change your life. <laughs> but here's 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 my counter to some of this. So some, sure. I think I I don't know. I'm not saying I do. Some people would argue that a seasoned cast iron or cold rolled steel or whatever you want to call it that that seasoning you say maybe would give off some off flavors some people would say adds to the food uh what would you say to that versus a clean enameled surface that you're not seasoning the seasoning is actually part of the flavor and not a not a bad thing but a good thing Mm, that's a good question is that just a matter of preference or opinion or is there actually something to it I, I can't say because it's semantics. It's personal choice. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep, does, that's it, fair. does it add flavor? Yes. Um, but we 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 live in a in a time where every food, especially, is becoming more and more expensive. Like you go yep. out and get a decent you know, two inch steak, like a really good piece of meat, grass fed, all that. Yep. And you throw it onto a layer of oil. Is that what you want to taste? Or do you want to taste the grains or the grass that that cow fed on in the last six months of its life? Yeah. You okay. want the natural flavors to come through. If you want okay. all your food to taste like oil, get a deep fryer. That's the long and the short of it. I mean, okay. if okay. you want stuff to stop tasting like oil, and, and the oil transfers over uh, to your yes, food. So sure. yep. not having the oil, extra oil on the surface, like, Great. If you have your beautiful extra virgin olive oil, some of your infused oils, cook with those. Those add flavor. Wonderful. But not cooking it in that oil and it's not getting deep into the into the proteins Correct. that you're cooking. So it, it's it's a lot healthier to not have that hmm. on there. And sure, it does add a flavor. But, I mean, cook on the yeah, plunger. Good, bad, or otherwise. I'm not saying it, yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying it's always good. It does add something, and I just say in some situations, some would say, "Oh, it's a good thing." Others, other times, it's not because there's stuff on there sometimes where it's like, "Oh, now I taste what I cooked last time." You don't want that, no. You know. Well, that's Uh, so. That's the other thing as well. So to that point, so uh, we we all have friends with uh, I'm sure we do uh, that have different dietary needs and issues. Yep. uh, Right. So yep. we have friends that are allergic to shellfish, and shellfish is one of those allergies that could be deadly. So you're you're out of this barbecue, and the guy's got a plancha. They see you cooking uh, shrimp or lobster on on the plancha, and they go, "Oh man, now I can't eat." And you go, "Hey, wait a second! This is a plancha. You're cooking on glass. Pour water on it to deglaze, or mm-hmm. some wine if." You've got some crappy wine, <laughs> and and you've reset the thing to zero. You can't do that on a cold roll steel. That's You're right. Yeah, that is true because you, I actually. You I, all meal, you yeah. yeah, sorry. No, I was going to say I I I was I, you said this earlier on the on the onset about it not warping. I've had all of my griddles have warped, and thus far, 
my Eno has not warped, and I put cold water. I'm not, not freezing cold, but I just put room temperature water on it to clean it right away, and it didn't it didn't warp at all. Where I did that on a couple of other of my cold rolled steel griddles to clean it or to get the bry off of it right away, and it kind of popped up a little bit. So I was impressed by that. Um, so yeah, so yeah, no thank, ice cubes on it. Pour, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It'll yeah. it'll handle it. It'll take everything that you can throw at it. Well, within reason. Within reason, yeah. So. Um, yeah, Casey, do you, do you have any more? Do you have any questions? I have a, I, my closing questions is going to be really about purchasing a, an Eno griddle. But what, do you have any questions before we roll to that last question? That's where I wanted to land on as far as purchasing. I, I guess not really. I mean, I mean, I mean, outside of the griddle surface, and we kind of covered that quite a bit here um, during this time. But uh, like, what is your like in the like in France or whatever, per se, do you have that market locked up or who is your major competitor outside of the U S here? Like what, what, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, no, that's a very good question. So, um, Oh, who is our biggest competitor? It's always hard to say. They, they all want to say they are our, well, it looks, sounds like you're really advanced in your technology and the enamel and stuff. So like, yeah. how does that, how does that equate to, yeah, maybe it leads into what Sean's going to get at, but like, sales and your and your market your demographic who you're trying to uh, market this to uh, we're marketing it to marketing it to everybody who uh, is sick and tired of the way barbecuing has been for the better part of their life and their parents life um we i'm a north american just like you and canadians yep. especially ontarians we're very similar to you we are constantly called the 52nd state but um, <laughs> I mean that in, <laughs> it's not a bad thing, but um, we, we culturally were very similar. So we've all seen the progression of barbecuing go from a fire pit with uh, some sort of contraption over top of the fire and yep. then into uh, sort of like a kettle with charcoal and dad squeezing a big box of lighter fluid into it. <laughs> Still like doing that sometimes. I got to be honest. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, and then then it got into the conventional barbecues like the Napoleons, and uh, they're very famous for another Canadian, a Canadian brand. I have to pump up a bit. (laughs) I'm very proud of them. Um, But yeah, you get into sort of the conventional barbecues, and then there's a bit of other stuff that comes in, like pizza ovens. You got the pellet grills. Yep. Griddles are that next evolution Mm. on the conventional barbecue because it can do just about anything but um, low and slow. Mm -hmm. And as as for our market in Europe, uh, France is, oh man, if you ever get the chance to go over to France, they are decades ahead of us (laughs) in in North America in terms of uh, accepting the griddle culture, Mm. accepting griddling. Yeah, there's uh, a roughly 10 times more griddle manufacturers there than there are here. They, it's just wow. massive. And they all have some sort of, well, I shouldn't say all, but the ones with staying power, the ones that sell relatively well comparative to us, have some sort of an enamel surface. Oh. No, ours is the best. Like if, so if you all the good ones are enameled, do you not, you're not necessarily dealing with the cast iron type. Uh, the only time that the cast iron, uh, sorry, that like steel is steel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, oh man, 
it has been used longer in uh, commercial uh, situations. Like uh, Rashawn mentioned that his his fall in love was at a Waffle House <laughs> next to one of those commercial looking ones. Right. <laughs> they, they, have, they have their purpose. Rolled, rolled steel is a heck of a lot cheaper. It's lighter. Yep. Um, but we we basically say, look, you, you can buy two or three of our competitor before you've gotten tired of the one you could have bought with us. Oh, sure. You're miles ahead. Uh, our demographic, funnily enough, uh, barbecuing is typically known as like the man's domain. Mm-hmm. I, I remember uh, a Leave it to Beaver episode where, jeez, um, <laughs> oh, what's the dad's name again? Walter. Um, was it Walter? Anyways, I don't sounds right. We'll just go with that. Yeah, yeah. He, he's talking to Wally, and he's basically saying, "Oh, barbecuing is the man's domain because of, you know, evolutionary. We've been the one in the fire and all that crap." Mm-hmm. But with our company, interestingly enough, our demographic split, male to female, is sixty forty in favor of females. That's crazy. And a lot of it comes down, yeah. It, a lot of it comes down to the ease of operation and the safety filters we've built in. Like we have double wall heat shields on them, so the heat doesn't bleed down or out to the side. Yep. Uh, we put on therm- we put thermal couples on all of the burners, so if the wind blows out the burners, which is really difficult to do given the the design, the gas is off immediately. So you never get that flare up because women. One of the biggest things that we hear is. Oh, I've got these dangly things around my neck or my hair is dangling down. It's closer to the plate. Is it going to flare up? No. So these sort of things that we've put into it. So our main technology was the griddle plate, enameling cast iron. But we've then also engineered every other component to be the best that it can and efficiency wise as well. Yeah. That's something I didn't talk about quite yet uh, that I should probably touch on is our three burner that you have it's 23,544 BTU and we're hitting 680 degrees Fahrenheit. That's impressive. Whereas it is one of our uh, competitors in the States, um, comparable. They also have, um, coded top and, and roughly the same size. They need 36,000 BTUs and they can only hit a max temp of about 580. Mm. So you're burning 40% less fuel off the hop. Right. And I can, and I, and I will, I will attest to the fact that and you mentioned this earlier in the, in this, in this, um, in this main event segment where when I've got my, uh, when I've got, I've got my members Mark fired up at like five, 500 degrees. It is, I mean, it's like burning my hand almost. And I don't understand. It's just, the science behind however the Eno is made, it's it doesn't put off as much heat on the sides or on the top. Even it's just in the griddle top yeah. itself, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm yeah. I can't believe it because I I can put stuff next to the Eno and not worry about it getting warped or hot or melted. Whereas mm-hmm. some of their other competitors mm-hmm. here in the United States, I I've I've burned myself grabbing something or stuff is melted because it was next to the griddle. I have not found that yeah. yet in my in my cooks cooking so far. And I'm, I'm impressed by that, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you, well, I think, I can't remember what we placed it on when I showed up before we put the steaks on, but I, when I do demos, I have a foldable table from Costco. Yeah, that's what he had. It's we like had a, that here. We had the same okay. one here. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then on top of that, to make my table pretty, I, I throw on some night like um, polyester. So that that should be flammable as heck, right? Sure. <laughs> I, I run my grill for eight hours. That thing never gets hot. Now, yeah. the interesting point or add-on is that tailgating is fun. This is the first grill that you can properly tailgate on. I mean, I don't mean like take it in the back of your truck and then put it onto a table. No, just slide it forward with the tailgate down. Leave, let it sit on the actual tailgate. Turn it on, baby, and start cooking. That's the coolest thing. Yeah, because it's got the double layer. Um, it's got like the, I don't know. Heat I can't, yeah, the heat shield. There's got a double layer it's heat a shield. It's a double heat shield. Yeah. So I could be literally, only- I, I sent a video of to Casey of me touching the side of the housing unit yeah. when it was at like 550, 560 even. Yeah. And I was not, and I could touch it. The housing unit, I could touch at 560, yeah, which, which, yeah. which that's impressive. I'm not going to lie because yeah, you can't, can't touch. Yeah. Yeah. If you touch anything, a housing unit in another griddle at that temperature, you're going to burn your hand. You're going to have to go to the hospital. I, I touched the housing unit of the Eno mm-hmm. and it was, I mean, it, it was warmer towards the top, but I had my hand flush against it. No issue. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, my closing question is this. Okay, so for those of you who are listening, this Matt, we're going to have you back on the show again because as we continue to have this adventure, uh, as I cook, continue to cook on the Eno, um, it's kind of hard for Casey and Bethany to to kind of put in their two cents because they don't have one yet. <clears throat> Maybe they could get a two burner. Uh, uh, so, but my my last question really is this: is you know for those. For those of our listeners who are listening and saying, okay, I'm, I'm interested, I'm curious, Matt, where would we direct them? Like, if they want to know more about Eno, they want to, you know, they want to maybe possibly buy one. Where would you direct them? Where would they go to look at Eno black uh, griddles and possibly buy one? Like, where, what's their next step? If they want to, if they want to potentially buy an Eno griddle or a plancha, uh, where do they go? That's a great question. Uh, but before I jump into that, I just want to uh, touch on something that um, the difference between the 3000, which is a three burner and the 2400, which is a two burner, uh, because you said, hey, maybe he <laughs> maybe Casey gets a two burner. Um, it's, it's just square footage. But and, and I get to ask this question a lot. Um, what should I buy a two burner or a three burner? And right. it really comes down to lifestyle. Uh, are you cooking for a lot of people regularly? Are you mobile? Because the, the difference in weight between the two and the three is about 15, 18 pounds. Now, that might not be much to you and I and, and Casey, but to some it could be quite a bit. So all these sort of factors uh, go into purchase, like figuring out which one you want to purchase. Sure. Uh, but rest assured that if you do buy one, say you went with a 3,000, because I always recommend the 3000 because you can never have too much space. You can sometimes have not enough. Sure. So if, if that was the case and you bought a 3000 and you had, Oh shoot, I need to downsize. No problem. We have a lifetime guarantee on the plate. We have 10 years on the housing that weren't those warranties, I should say are fully transferable. So if you decide that, you, okay, I need to downsize, sell it on uh, Facebook marketplace or wherever, and let your prospects know that the warranty is included because wow. it's transferable. That's crazy. Nice. Um, nice. I think we're the only manufacturer doing that. And, and to be honest, not many manufacturers in any industry really ever do that. But we, we just wanted to show we stand behind our product. 
nobody can make the plate like us. So if somebody comes up to us and says, hey, what's going on with this plate? Take a picture of it, send it to us. We take a look at it. Oh, shoot, that's on us. Oh, it's been 30 years, son of a gun. Okay, we'll ship you a new one. Mm. Nice. Okay. Fair enough. Nice. Yeah. Um, as, to, as to where people can buy it. So as you said, we are breaking into the U.S. market. Uh, we are fairly um, well-established in Quebec. Um, I would say it's a mature market. My colleague would probably whack me over the head for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, so there's always the website. So www.plancha-eno.ca is for the Canada site and just change it to .com for the US site. There's okay. a store locator on there. Uh, we do have a couple of retailers in Michigan. Uh, we've got a couple of retailers down south in Florida and Kentucky. And hopefully we'll have one in Wisconsin. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we are expanding. A lot of our partners, even up in Canada, do U.S. shipping. So just look at their terms of service and sure. how much you need to. to um, I know that as a grill, we are premium priced. Our entry level uh, grill comes in at nine hundred and twenty-eight USD. It's it's not a huge uh, price jump from say a Loco or uh, maybe a Traeger. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, we are premium. Uh, but what I say to that is that you are buying quality and yep. it's going to last a lot longer than some of the other grills on the market. In okay. okay. For sure. Fair, Fair enough. That's awesome. Um, yeah. We're going to put, uh, I'll put the, I'll, pl- I'll put that website on my, on our, our social um, platform so everybody can look and see and start looking at that. Um, Casey, do you have any questions last before Matt? No, I uh, no. This was great. I think yeah. that uh, answered a lot of questions yeah. and uh, making me think a little bit more about it. And yeah. some things I wasn't quite sure of, but now it's clear. And yeah, uh, it's I, I look forward to maybe some future conversations with Matt. And yeah. I think this was a this was a good good thing, good start. If, yeah. If I could ask you guys a question, though. Yes, please. Sorry, I, d- I didn't mean to <laughs> for you to jump. No, down. no you're good. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> If you guys could tell me, what is your favorite thing to cook on the griddle? Oh, oh, goodness gracious! I I enjoy cooking smash burgers, but everybody says the most flavorful thing that I've been cooking is shrimp fried rice. is is hands down my favorite thing to cook on the griddle, and because it, everybody enjoys it the most, even over my smash nice. burgers, which hurts my heart a little bit. But they're they're loving the shrimp fried rice. <laughs> Casey, fair enough. Good choice. I mean, I'd like to be creative and say it's something other than smash burgers, but <laughs> I, I'm going to have to go with that right now. Yeah. I, I just, I'm just going to just because I'm panicking. And I don't know what else to say, really. Um, <laughs> but I mean, um, it's almost a trick question. It's almost a but, trick but, question yeah, because I, I love cooking. I haven't had a smash burger on the Eno yet, so I don't know if it's yeah. going to be extra yeah. flavorful or non flavorful. I'm not sure. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen. This has been amazing. Matt H., I want to thank you tenfold. Thanks for being on this podcast. It won't be the last time you're on here. Casey, uh, this was My fun. Partner. This was fun, right? Would you, Matt H., fun. did you yeah, have fun? fun? Matt H.? I, absolutely. Okay. Griddle uh, yeah. Guru Nation, we, we appreciate your support. Continue to follow us, like us. 
We're on every every main social platform. Just keep following us. We are going to put some updates on where you can find more about the Eno Plancha in particular. Casey, I'm going to let you take it away. Until next time, Griddle Gurus. You know what to do. Griddle on. Griddle on. Matt H. Hey, Matt, you are awesome. Thanks for your time on this evening. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Answered some questions. I think it stirred up some other questions too, right? I think so, yeah. I'm curious now. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know how to answer some of these questions unless I have a griddle in front of me. But uh, (laughs) Maybe you'll have a two-burner soon. (laughs) I'll take a one-burner if you got one. If you make one, I'll take a one-burner. We used to. Oh, did you really? That's all I have right now. Yeah. 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 uh, Oh, man. I don't remember the... We call it the 45, 45 centimeters. Okay. Well, Nobody Casey, buys it. It's just there for, for fun. Uh, it didn't sell as much. Uh, <laughs> hey, so if you got some well, overstock. Your your <laughs> yeah. Hey, you hey, listen, Matt H. Boxes, you know, Matt H. Warehouse. Send him to Casey. He's got a bunch of, he's got a bunch of e-bikes sitting in a warehouse as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I hear <laughs> You can put the 45 on, on the back of an e-bike, no worries. Oh, sweet. There we go.